You're listening to GP Works, the podcast for and about general practice from the Irish College of General Practitioners. I'm Aileen O'Mara and with me on today's episode is Dr. Andre Rochford, a GP in Wexford and Director of Quality Improvement and Director of the Doctors Health in Practice programme with the ICGP. Welcome to GP Works, Andre. Thank you very much, Aileen. I'm happy to be here. In this episode, Andre, we're talking about doctors' health and well-being and how doctors can take care of themselves because doctors are trained to take care of others. Do you think that they find it difficult to take care of themselves? I think that um, in terms of doctors taking care of themselves, I suppose we need to look at it from two angles. And the straight answer to your question is that on one level, on, on the human level, doctors are the same as everyone else. We have the same human needs, physiological, physical, emotional, just like as we're all familiar with that Maslow's pyramid of human needs. And we're subject to the same human experiences, whether that's deep grief or loss or bereavement or illnesses. And we also experience joys and happy events and good memories. But on another level, doctors as a group have been shown in the medical literature to respond differently to their own personal needs. And I suppose they often respond differently to their work-life balance. And I'll hopefully explore that with you during this session. But if just as a simple example in terms of personal needs, they often deny their own symptoms. For example, fatigue. I remember my own experience from the first week of training in medical school we were immediately immersed with information, information overload. And we very quickly learned that even though it was a full-time course, uh, we did the equivalent in personal reading and research and clinical practice training. And I'm talking very much about the culture in the medical profession now because from our very first job, and it still exists as I get feedback from our young doctors, from the first job, there's a culture of working long hours and sleep deprivation. And why sleep deprivation is a core part of the initiation into the medical profession remains a mystery still. No other healthcare worker does this and no other sector does this. And on official level, the European Working Time Directive did not apply to doctors and doctors' organisations and doctors complied with this. So I suppose, as you've said uh, in the beginning there, the work culture in medicine is putting others first and putting patients' needs first and our superiors' needs first when we're training and our peers' needs because doctors even today won't take sick leave or they can't take sick leave because there's no substitute cover for their absence. That's true of general practice as much as it is in hospitals. And they know, and doctors know that their colleagues who are already overworked will need to take on extra duties if they take time off for any reason. So the culture is, I won't take time off, so you don't take time off. When we're denying this fatigue, it's easy to learn to deny other symptoms as well. And in terms of doctors' health and health care, we're known as a group to delay seeking health advice. And when we do, it's often informal now, we know many of our patients do this, but the doctor's threshold of seeking health care is very different goalpost height to their patients altogether. And 
We have experience within the ICGP doctors health and practice programme that when doctors do get sick, let's say from an injury or a medical emergency or something unexpected, other conditions get picked up because the doctor's been ignoring them. And their health care is sometimes only informal and it's often self-directed. So we have a lot of, we've learned a lot over recent years about doctors' health and healthcare and their approach and attitude to this. And we've a lot more to do. Andre, you've described a culture there, as you say, of sleep deprivation, of caring for others, of almost from the very beginning being told, you know, you're in a different category to others. Describe to me, tell me in more detail, the ICGP's Health in Practice programme for doctors. Certainly. The ICGP Doctors' Health in Practice programme was set up in March 2000. It was set up uh, originally as a pilot project and the following year, after a national survey of GPs' attitudes to setting up a specific programme for doctors' health, in which 96% of the membership surveyed said that we should set it up and that they would use it if it was set up. We began by looking at managing occupational health and safety in our jobs. And over the years, we've developed into three specific streams. One is medical education. And I suppose this podcast could be regarded as part of that too. Uh, One is promoting self-care and healthcare engagement, two separate areas there. And then the other is support and signposting. And part of that support is through email, text and phone connections with the between the programme and the college members. And I suppose just to summarise the aim of the programme, the aim of the programme is to promote self-care, healthy lifestyles and work-life balance. And that would mean promoting good physical health. We, we need reminding to promote our good physical health, just like our patients do. We also need support and prompting to look at our workplace health, our work environment, our psychological health. And this applies to both GPs and GP trainees. And we promote enhancing the well-being activities of GPs and trainees inside work and outside work because this work-life balance is a very important concept. And that includes, for example, physical activities. And there are many GPs at work today whose step count, if they use a pedometer or a wearable, their step count is actually quite low and they're not getting moderate or vigorous physical activity. To promote adequate rest and sleep, to promote family time and hobbies and creativity and improving the work environment, that needs constant attention. And specifically, we really focus very specifically on healthcare because it is something that's been shown worldwide that doctors uh, give less attention to their own personal healthcare until there's often a crisis. And the, the core of that healthcare for GPs in Ireland is to motivate every GP and GP trainee to register with a GP and to consult their GP for diagnosis for treatment, for symptom management, for medical investigations, whatever they may be, for prescriptions and for referrals to other doctors and health services. Because GP care 
needs to be our first point of care for our doctors as well. And as in parallel with that, the programme supports GPs who are treating doctors as patients. That would could include doctors from any medical specialty or doctors in retirement or doctors in training. Because you have a programme called a GP for every NCHT. That's right. That was actually set up during the pandemic. The ICGP and the Medical Council were in communication because um, if you might remember back in the during the pandemic, the non-consultant hospital doctors were moving every six months to different hospitals up and routing themselves from where they had been established to another hospital uh, and sometimes quite some distance away. And if they had a GP, they were some distance from their GP. And if they didn't, they had difficulty getting a GP in their new area, just like much of the rest of the population. So there was an enormous expression of goodwill among GP membership when they were surveyed and asked to opt in to be a practice that would look after NCHD's needs, even if their list was closed. And it was a wonderful display of collegiality and support of our younger colleagues who were working extremely hard during pandemic times in the hospital section. So that system is still up and running, a GP for every NCHD. And the link to that is on the ICGP website. It's such an obvious thing and yet something that hadn't been done before, which again points back to your culture in medicine of, of, yes. of the, the pressures that doctors are under. Yes, and we do need to update that as well because since that first call out, many of the practices have had to opt out because of their own workloads or for various reasons or manpower changes. So that does need to be regularly updated as well. So if there are any difficulties experienced by NCHDs or if practices uh, want to opt in, they can always contact me at the ICGP and we'll update that list. And the college has quite a lot of supports online as well. You have a dedicated section in the ICGP website as well. Tell me about that. Yes, on the ICGP website, because the Doctors Health and Practice Programme is a benefit of membership, it comes under the section In Practice. And in practice, when you scroll down along the left-hand menu, you'll come across Doctors Health. And when you click on there, there's there's a range of supports there. And the college website is in, in, in it's undergoing a process of being upgraded. So there will be more and new sections coming in the next 12 months. But essentially, I think one of the the most popular sections to the ICGP doctor's health page and you can go directly there by the way by just putting the following URL into your browser www.icgp.ie forward slash doctor's health all one word no spacing doctor's health and one of the popular resources on there comes under the section resources and it is a link to the ICGP wellbeing webinar series now during the pandemic, we started from the Doctors Health and Practice Programme, we started emailing all the members with um, Doctors Health and Wellbeing bulletins. And these were just easy readable tips on, you know, nutrition, sleep, well-being, work-life balance. And some GPs contributed pieces of creative writing. 
And I suppose that inspired me to do a regular monthly well-being webinar. So it's at lunchtime on the first Thursday after the first Wednesday. We've changed it now because the, the national Wednesday evening webinars go out on the first Wednesday and the well-being webinar goes out the following lunchtime. And you might wonder why it's going out at lunchtime when this is all about well-being. Well, it is in, to encourage us to, for those who want to attend live and who can, that well-being has to be part of our structured working lives. And we've all worked in hospitals and we've all gone to lunchtime meetings at hospitals and a lot of hospital doctors get their CPD points during their working day and not in the evenings. We were inundated with evening webinars and meetings and Zooms of all sorts. During the pandemic, a lot of people were actually exhausted. So it was a very conscious decision to start these well-being webinars at lunchtime on Thursdays. It's one hour once a month, but they are recorded and they're available on playback. And even recently, I've had some feedback from GPs who have only recently discovered them and have been watching them while their children are playing sport or they're listening to them as they're out for a walk. And many of the topics, you know, there's a wide range of topics. We cover mindfulness and yoga and you can watch back that yoga session. It's really inspiring. There's a session on creative writing. There's a session on photography for well-being that we just did that recently in January 2023. There's a session on coaching, a session on coping with the aftermath of suicide, promoting positive changes in the workplace, managing health and well-being fatigue, and a session on the ICGP mentorship program. And the mentorship program deserves a special mention here, Aileen. And um, I think it's one of the, the gems of the ICGP membership services. And it, it followed a, a long period of discussion among GPs from various sections of the college about setting up the mentorship programme. We had a pilot programme that was set up and we had uh, GPs who volunteered to be mentors and all of the information on being a mentor and accessing the services of the mentorship programme are on the ICGP website under membership. So if you go into the ICGP website, click on membership and scroll down on the menu, you'll see the mentoring programme. And people who wish to avail of mentoring, any GP can avail of mentoring. It's ideal to discuss in a nice, confidential, safe place with an experienced colleague any of the issues that might arise in our workplace. So it could be dealing with taking on a practice, for example, and getting advice from some GP who volunteers to give guidance on that. Advice on work-life balance, advice on changing your practice, advice on developing a particular interest or managing burnout. So there's a lot of personal one-to-one support available as well. You've covered a lot of ground there, Andre, from burnout to mentoring to well-being. Just in terms of the well-being webinars on the Thursday lunchtime, if people want to find or access recordings of those, where can they find them? So the first thing to do is to log on with your membership number. So you actually have logged into the website 
And then if you go into icgp.ie on the website, go into In Practice, then click on Doctor's Health, then click on Resources. And on the top of the list of resources is Wellbeing Webinars. So once you logged in already, you'll get straight in to the list of the webinars and you can scroll up and scroll down among all of those webinars and watch them. And they do um, they do provide CPD points. Mm-hmm. There's a really a lot of resources on the ICGP website. And as I say, icgp.ie forward slash doctors health will bring you directly into that section. And um, the healthcare services and supports are really terrific. And I think your main message would be there is support there for anybody listening to this who is feeling stressed, who is feeling maybe even burnt out, not sure if they're burnt out or just wants advice on how to restore if they've lost the work-life balance. Because as we know, GPs are working phenomenal hours at the moment. And like you say, lunch hours that maybe the rest of us would go and take a walk. GPs tend to be sitting in on webinars, but also working through and taking calls or doing paperwork. So I suppose what is your main message in terms of doctors and their health and well-being in this podcast, Andre? I think my main message is twofold. One, if we're feeling under pressure, and of course it's a human experience to feel under pressure, our patients are under pressure in their jobs from time to time and they come to us to discuss it. So if you're feeling under pressure, you may feel trapped or stuck, but you're not. You may feel there's no choices and no options, but you have, and there may be several options. And so the important thing is not to be professionally isolated. Connect with a colleague. Could be a colleague in work. It could be a colleague you went to college with or trained with in a different part of the country. Or it could be the ICGP Doctors Health and Practice Programme. We're here to listen. And from that point of view, there's much that we can do, both at an individual level to help people identify possible factors that are contributing to the development of stress or burnout. And essentially burnout is long-term, the impact of long-term stress that hasn't been managed. And there's individual ways of managing that, but there's also workplace and organisational ways of managing it. So it's really important not to battle on and think it's going to fix itself somehow. The really important thing is to connect. And by connecting, you can get help to balance your factors for stress and burnout with your own job satisfaction and engaging with the job. And there's many ways to do that. And making some personal adjustments in terms of perhaps your life stage, where you're at in your career and in your personal life, but also making adjustments in your work-life balance. And work-life balance is key. In terms of education and skills training, stress management skills and so on, all of these are important to manage. But the, the, so the key messages, I suppose, is you're not isolated. If Even if you feel isolated, you are not. You are not alone. There are others in similar situations and there are always colleagues there who can help you. And the ICGP Health and Practice Programme is there. Number two is to work at your work-life balance. Some people are very good at this and they schedule sort of reassessment sessions with themselves every so often. Others 
need a bit of prompting and a bit of a nudge and a bit of support to do that. And then just thirdly, that the ICGP Health and Practice Programme is there. The ICGP take doctors' health really seriously. The one sign of this is that we have a specific programme for it. And the other, which is much more recent, is that the ICGP College Strategy 2023 to 2026 actually has supporting GPs as a core pillar of their strategy. It's pillar four. The strategy is on the college website. It's there on about ICGP. It's one of the options on the top menu on the right-hand side of the college homepage. And that level of imp Im you know importance applied by college which is a membership organisation to Doctors' Health, is absolutely key. And we have plans to, this year, in fact in the next few months, to survey the entire membership, GPs and GP trainees, on health supports. That, in whatever ways, we get feedback from members in terms of how they feel things might be improved, both at practice level, in their health care, in their supports and through college uh, strategy as well. So that's a really important survey coming GP members way to every GP and GP trainee. And I'm really uh, hopeful and uh, hope to encourage everyone to participate in that survey so we have meaningful results. You are not alone. I think that's your, your, your key message there. And I would say, I would add to that, connect connect with others. You're not alone. Thank you, Dr. Andre Rochford, for joining me on this episode of GP Works. Remember, you can subscribe to GP Works wherever you get your podcasts and we have new episodes published regularly. You can follow the ICGP on Twitter at ICGP News and find out more about the college and its supports for doctors at ICGP.ie. I'm Aileen O'Mara and thanks for listening. <laughs>